This is AgriPulse Daybreak West for Friday, February 17th. Brought to you by Rallo AgriFinance. Good morning, I'm Jeff Daly. Here's today's headlines. Sites and environmental project? Snaps, always a target. FDA's industry critics take their case the next step. Will the environment get its own reservoir? The Public Policy Institute of California, the PPIC, has crafted a novel, though complex, solution for dividing water among agriculture, cities, and the environment. As PPIC senior fellow Jeffrey Mount explained to the Water Commission this week, the state could treat the environment as a priority rather than a regulatory constraint. That means storing water in reservoirs as if the environment had the rights to it. Endangered species regulations, in a sense, do that already. This would free up the state to manage for ecosystem health rather than for protecting a single species. He feared the federal government would determine the Delta smelt is extinct, and that would upend the current paradigm for water management. Why it matters? Will Mount urge the commissioners to keep a close eye on ecosystem benefits of the proposed site's reservoir? He cheered the project's potential for storing water dedicated to the environment and said it could stand up as a second example of this approach to prioritizing fish habitat. The first example, he noted, was the San Joaquin River Restoration Program. Australia initially developed the model. The off-stream reservoir could supply the required delta fish flows, preserving storage in Shasta and Oroville reservoirs for other uses. But commissioners struggled to grasp the nuanced benefits of this approach and how it would be radically different from the current strategy. Judge turns down request to join H-2A rule. A federal judge has declined to set aside the Biden administration's H-2A rule issued last year, rejecting a request for a preliminary injunction sought by the National Council of Agriculture Employers. U.S. District Judge Rudolph Contreras also delivered a body blow to NCAE's future prospects of unseating the regulations, finding that the group, quote, had failed to demonstrate a substantial likelihood of success on the merits of its claim that the 2022 rule was unlawfully promulgated. The rule was published with modifications last year after having been withdrawn by the Biden administration January 20, 2021, the first day it came into office. The previous administration, including the Labor Department and USDA, had published a version of it online January 15th, but it never appeared in the Federal Register or its pre-publication version known as Public Inspection. You can read our full report at AgriPulse.com. We'll have more AgriPulse Daybreak West after this. When you work with Rommel AgriFinance, you get the global knowledge and financial strength of one of the world's largest and most innovative food and ag lenders, tools essential to realizing your aspirations. Discover how an unmatched network of local and sector experts can help you confront agriculture's challenges and seize the opportunities that lie ahead. Learn more and contact us at www.roboag.com. Creating value, connecting vision, Robo AgriFinance. Good morning and welcome back to AgriPulse Daybreak West. 
EPA plans to reinstate worker protections from pesticide spraying. The Environmental Protection Agency plans to reinstate protections for farm workers exposed to pesticides, officially dumping a 2020 Trump administration rule that went into effect briefly before the Biden administration took office. EPA is proposing mostly to return to regulations adopted in 2015 and which still are in effect, establishing application exclusion zones for pesticide spraying that do not allow the presence of people within 25 or 100 feet, depending on the method of application. You can read our full report at agripulse.com. Crop Insurance Surfaces and Climate Adaptation Options The Government Accountability Office is out with a pair of reports that suggest possible changes to crop insurance that will raise concerns with farm groups. One report offers 13 options for helping farmers adapt to climate change. The options include requiring farmers to adopt climate-resilient practices to be eligible for crop insurance subsidies. The second report highlights GAO recommendations to impose an income limit on producers who get premium subsidies. However, GAO notes in the climate report that means-testing crop insurance conflicts with using the program as an incentive to get farmers to adopt climate-related practices. GAO, that's the investigative arm of Congress. You can read our coverage of the reports at agripulse.com. HHS Secretary pressed on FDA reforms. Consumer groups are joining Western Growers Association and some industry groups in in pushing Health and Human Services Secretary Xavier Becerra for stronger reforms to FDA's human food programs. In a letter to Becerra, the group say, quote, Many experts agree the reform proposal the FDA commissioner announced on January 31st falls far short of what is required for FDA to succeed in its food safety mission because the proposed deputy commissioner role appears to lack the authority needed to implement and sustain the needed changes. The groups, which include Consumer Reports, Stop Foodborne Illness, the American Frozen Food Institute, and the Consumer Brands Association asked Becerra to meet with them to hear their concerns. The groups say they met with FDA Commissioner Robert Califf on Tuesday and left with the sense that the commissioner did not feel that direct line authority was needed. CDC, kids skipping fruits and veggies but not the sugary drink. As if more proof were needed that not enough Americans are eating healthy, the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention reported yesterday that kids aren't getting enough fruits and vegetables. Based on survey data, CDC says in 2021, about a third of children aged 1 to 5 did not eat a daily fruit, and nearly half did not have a daily vegetable in the preceding week. What's more... About 57% drank a sugar-sweetened beverage at least once during the preceding week. The percentage of children who did not eat a daily fruit or vegetable was higher among those who were aged 2 to 5, black, or lived in households with limited food sufficiency, according to CDC. CDC says only 1 in 10 adults get the proper amount of fruits and vegetables. Well, finally, here's today's He Said It. 
Our ports are among the worst in the world when it comes to container handling times. That Roger Isom, president and CEO of Western Agriculture Processors in a World Ag Expo seminar. Well, that's Daybreak West for this Friday, February 17th, brought to you by Rabo AgriFinance. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak West, I'm Jeff Nally.